Hey guys, this is a story about the youngest entrepreneur that I have met that will really be, I think, enlightening and lift your spirits. If you're an entrepreneur of any sort, any stage, this story might remind you of why you got into the business to begin with. What was that moment that you said, oh, this could and would be fun, and this is magical? This story is about a trade show that I was in Bradenton, Florida, I believe, many moons ago. I was photographing, hired to be their photographer, I believe, and I was captivated by all of the entrepreneurs, but one in particular. She was under the age of, I want to say, eight, so obviously I'm not going to be able to tell you who she is, probably running the world now <laughs> as an entrepreneur. But she was at a table with her mom. Her mom was selling jewelry, uh, antiques, watches, and that kind of thing. It was a jewelry type show. And she was sitting quietly at a table and she had these little tiny miniature people. And there were maybe 12 or 15 and they were different colors, but you had to get really close to see them because um, they were that small, like just miniature little tiny people, like you could, like the size of a thumb, uh, the size of you, the tip of your thumb. Um, what was I trying to say? A thim thimble? Yeah, the size of a thimble. Each one could fit into a thimble. You know, if you sew, you know what a thimble is, but very small. And as a photographer, you know, we can't take pictures of anyone under 18. So I put my camera down and I went over and I said, hi, I, I was wondering, I'm on break right now. So I'm just going to have a coffee and thought I would ask you a few questions. And she said, sure. What, what questions, questions do you have? I said, well, I'm really curious. And I knelt down, I like knelt down. I'm on the other side of the table in a trade show, really crowdy, busy, you know, auditorium type of place. But I knelt down because I have learned that when dealing with children in particular, they really love when you engage with them eyeball to eyeball. So I knelt down and I, um, knelt, you know, leaned on the, t on the table. And I said, can you tell me about your little village of people? And she said, well, it's not really a village. It's just, it's just people. Number one, that made, that's a sign of an entrepreneur when she says it's just people, like it's just a creation. It's nothing big. It's just something I created from nothing. Maybe that's you. I don't know. I know I felt that way from time to time. You know, you almost sometimes can belittle your own stuff and hers was amazing. And I still have them to this day. So I went on. I said, you just created these people to clarify. She said, yeah, I, you know, I come out with my mom and I have nothing to do, and but I have to be with her all day as she travels. And I can't really do much with the jewelry because she sells that. So I didn't really have anything to do. So I played with some Play-Doh and I decided from my imagination to make people. And I said, okay, so where did, where did, you know, for example, why did you pick a red coat to put on this little person? And she said, well, you know, my grandmother wears a red coat and I can always pick her out whenever I see her because she reminds me of Santa Claus when she wears that red coat. And she always tells me if I'm ever in a, in a shopping mall and you can't find me to look for a red coat and that'll be me. And that was her little engaging, lovely story about her and her grandmother. And I was just so tickled pink by that story. So I went on to ask her more questions. So these little people were not just little people, they all had some symbol in this this little entrepreneurial world and her and her imagination, her, her, her world of imagination, and she's created something from nothing, like meaning, 
something tangible out of just an idea, an inspiration, a thought, a feeling, a a warm and fuzzy feeling with that red coat story. I thought that was brilliant. I went on to ask her, what was the next person? Why was the next little person a man? She said, well, that's easy because my teacher is a man and he teaches me how to play tennis. So it's a little man and he, I put a tennis racket in his hand because he teaches me how to play tennis at, at uh, school. And I said, well, why does he have a green hat on? And she said, oh, well, that's easy because our mascot for our school, um, we all wear red, uh, green hats. And that's for the, you know, for the soccer. And, and when we go out and cheer on our football team and all of the people that do sports, we always wear green hats. So that's easy. And I said, so these are just little people. eh?" And I think she was starting to slowly get why I was asking these questions. My attempt to help her re-engage and feel pride and a sense of accomplishment in just these little people. You know, that they weren't just little pieces of plaster scene that she's created into little people that took up some time and, you know, maybe, you know, ate up some time and because she said she was bored, right? She was bored and had nothing to do and decided to come up with these little people. So I went on and there were 12 of them. So then we got on. I thought, okay, she's ready for the next step of being an entrepreneur. Let's talk money. So you have a sign here, handmade, five for $20. I said, really? How did you come up with that price? Well, she said, you know, I went to the store and I bought all the plaster scene. Well, she goes, my mom really bought it. But anyway, I said, so you already have a silent partner, a partner. And she goes, a partner. I go, yeah, well, she, your mom gave you the money. So if your mom gave you the money, that means you have a partner. So you're already an entrepreneur with a partner at age eight. And she said, oh, I guess so. She just got cuter by the moment. So we went on to establishing an incentive to then get me to want to buy, how would you make me as a buyer want to buy more than just five and give her $20? How would you make me want to buy, say, 10 and give her $40? And she said, well, I think, I, she goes, I know where you're going with this. You, you think it's better to collect more money. And I said, and, and at the end of the day, you'll have no little people if I buy all, all of them right now from you. She said, yeah, that's true. I said, will you be sad if, I, if you go home with $40 and no people? She goes, no. I said, so you, you, you know you can make more of these little people. She goes, oh, of course I can. I said, okay, I'm gonna, I'll, here's the deal. I'm going to buy five from you today. And then tomorrow when I come, I'd like to buy five more. But I'm not going to do it until tomorrow. And that way I can take my five guys and I can think about them. And then tomorrow I can maybe look at a new batch. I don't know if you're going to create more tonight or not. And she goes, oh, yes, I am. Are you kidding? Yes, I am. <laughs> like asking a dog, do you want a treat? She just per perked up and all of a sudden motivation, inspiration. Oh, my gosh. She was just so next day, Sunday, come true to my word, came with my $20. Now there were 18 little people, 18 all lined up. She made she created new ones. Uh, they were all of the same quality, different stories behind them, but I didn't have a lot of time. I only had a few minutes with my $20 bill. And I said, here's the $20 I promised you. And can I pick five? And she said, you most certainly can go ahead. And I said, I'm, I'm curious, how did you get these people made so quickly? I mean, you only had overnight. She said, well, that's an interesting story. Again, she's eight years old. 
I said, what's the interesting story? She said, well, I, after our talk yesterday, I went home and I, and I looked at all my supplies and you said you were coming and I had to bake. She goes, I had to make 18 for some reason. And I ran out of, um, um, what did she run? She ran out of Play-Doh. And so she talked her mother into going after a really long day at the, at the fair, she talked her mother into going to Michael's and getting more plasticine. So I said, so you negotiated with your mom after a 14 hour trade show day to go to Michael's and get you more supplies. And she goes, yeah. And I go, wow, that's pretty impressive. You negotiated and you really persisted to get your way, but you did it in a nice way, I bet, didn't you? She goes, oh yeah, my mom is so nice and kind to me. Of course, I would, I would never not be nice to her. I was prepared for her to say no. But when we did go get the supplies, she said, we went home, mom went to sleep, told me not to disturb her. I sat in my bed and I made the little people. Now you have to, the important part about the, this process, she told me, again, she's eight, is that you have to, once you create them, put them in the toaster oven and let them bake. Now we're in a hotel room, she said, so you know, my toaster oven, I'm not allowed to use it unless my mom's in the room. My mom was in the room, but she was sleeping. So I thought, hmm. Maybe I should, maybe I should wait till the morning, but no, I won't have enough time. What do I do? So she put them in the toaster oven, taking all of her safety precautions in mind. And it did not work. It did not work. It was not working. She called the front desk and asked the maitre d' or somebody on the phone, my toaster oven is not working. Can you get something down here? He said, why are you whispering? She said, because my mother is sleeping and I have to make this in the morning, make this happen. And I have business to do. And the lady said, sure, we'll send down a toaster oven to you. And that, and that is how pretty much the story ended. What an inspiring story from a, the youngest entrepreneur that I've met, an eight-year-old who makes little people. If you want to hear more inspiring stories about entrepreneurs, just their journey, their story, and hopefully you can pull something from it to revigorate your journey or make you get out of your head for at least 10 minutes and just say, hey, I can do this. If an eight-year-old can be that clever, oh my gosh, what could I do? If you want more of this, please join us at the Entrepreneur Support Credit, which is every Wednesday at noon. It's totally free. There's no membership and we will not sell you anything. We'll inspire, educate, and motivate you as an entrepreneur. Welcome to anyone and everyone, more the merrier. And the Zoom call-in is 896-6287-4059. I hope to see you there. Come as you are. Video, no video, doesn't matter. Listen in, it's all good. It's all good. All right, so hope you enjoyed that story of my little people that I still have to this day. I look at them whenever I feel challenged and I think, Ooh, if an eight-year-old can do all that, just imagine what I can do. I'm a little older than eight. <laughs> anyway, take care. And for now, this is Anchor.fm, Tracy signing off. And thank you, Kenny Weiss, for being my mentor and inspiring me to do podcasts. And thank you, Chris Mills, my other mentor, who just makes me bounce out of bed in the morning saying, let's go do something creative and fun and have a great, beautiful day. As he always says, go hug a tree. <laughs> anyway, over and out. See you later. Bye for now.